podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the start of the Premier League season. AFC Bournemouth versus West Ham um, in the first match. I'm... I'm nervous. I'm going to be honest. I'm a little bit nervous about it. Um, I, I, it's a really strange summer, isn't it? It's been one that I'd, I think a lot of our fans are quite shell-shocked, actually, by the, the amount of change we've witnessed. I knew, we, obviously, we expected the, the sale of Declan uh, Rice to Arsenal. That was always on the cards. But the fact is, you know, the players that we've subsequently lost since then, you know, you're looking at uh, Gianluca Scamacca, um, which is obviously a big player for us to lose. Um, and now you're looking at also possibly Lucas Paqueta as well. So it's been a bit of a tough... Um, summer for West Ham. I think we're, we're going through quite a period of, of significant change, which I generally feel that leads to that feeling of, um, I wouldn't say anxiety, but more just like confusion. I've got no feeling about this season at the moment. I don't know where we're going to end up. I really don't. I did um, a chat yesterday. Uh, it actually, it was on um, this morning. If you go look a bit earlier, uh, it was regarding Scott McTominay. I sat down with Gonzo from Hammers Chat. and Always a pleasure, of course. And we spoke about feelings of this season and Gonzo actually did he, to be honest with you he made me feel a bit better about it because he was sort of explaining the players that we're looking to bring in should make West Ham a more solid side not necessarily very pretty but tough and we really shouldn't be anywhere near that bottom of the league but I'll tell you what it is with me it's that last pre-season game as well that's that's really I've, I've struggled to accept that performance and result uh, I'm talking about the Leverkusen uh, result we lost 4-0 that was our final pre-season match and that just sent a real shockwave to me. I just felt like, oh, dear, do you know what I mean? Well, I'm really not feeling very confident about this. But at the same time, I do try to remind myself it is only pre-season. Fitness is really the main thing. It's not necessary that the players are going to go out there and break their neck to try and get a result. So I do understand that. But there is obviously that it does leave a feeling of concern. And it hasn't been a great summer. Let's be honest, last season was a slog. I know we've got our trophy, but let's be honest. Let's just park that for a minute and think about the, the Premier League season because it can't be ignored. It was a really tough campaign. We could have got relegated. And it the fact is now, since then, we've sold our best player. You know, we've sold Declan Rice. I appreciate we have brought in Edson Alvarez, which has been a great signing. And there are more to come. So there is things to be optimistic about. But And I, I do want to be optimistic. You, you know me on this channel. I do try my best to try and keep a, a positive outlook. I don't want to just be doom and gloom all the time. But I'll be honest, I've got a little bit of anxiety going into this game. I just I just feel like it's come too soon. Well, it's not actually, I'll, I'll rephrase that. It hasn't come too soon. West Ham have been too slow. We've not done our business early enough. We seem to be always seem to be chasing, don't we? We're never ahead of it. And hence why we, we've got players that aren't going to be available. And um, we're going to come to that in a minute. Um, first of all, I want to talk about Bournemouth. Um, big, well, let's go back to last season. Last season, if you remember, when we were in the midst of a relegation battle, Bournemouth and Southampton were touted as gone. They were both gone. They are not, they're not going to survive. Bournemouth will definitely be gone with Southampton. They were long gone. Um, and Gary O'Neill did an absolutely outstanding job of, of stabilising that club. And, and they got some good results. I know that we got a decent result there. We won 4-0. Um, but overall, if you look at that, they, 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 well, they survived, didn't they? They got enough points. They did what was needed. Um, and obviously, Gary O'Neill was dismissed after that, which is very harsh. Um, I think a lot of, pretty much all of football agreed with that, that it was harsh on him. He didn't deserve that. But I will say, on the flip side of the, the sacking of Gary O'Neill, yes, it was harsh. But what I quite like about what I'm seeing at Bournemouth is they seem to be a club that's got a direction. They know what they want. They know where they're going. 
Um, something that I find that West Ham certainly lack that, you know, that decisive, this is what, this is the angle we're going down. And it's quite clear. So they changed their managers. Uh, uh, Andoni Irola has come in. I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce it. Um, has come in to replace. And he was actually appointed the same day that O'Neill was sacked. So he didn't hang around. As I said, that's what I like. They've, they've been decisive. No, this is not the manager for us. This is the direction we're going in. Harsh on Gary O'Neill, as I said. But I like that. I like that kind of, you know, it's it's um, everyone's in the same direction. You know what's going on. Which West Ham, there's just so much confusion, isn't there? David Moystane, don't know who we're getting in, don't really know, don't know the manager, don't know the coaches. Everything's all up in the air. Whereas Bournemouth seems to have been very decisive of what they want. So they've employed, they've employed the manager. And I've got to say, their summer business has been outstanding, really, really impressive. And not just because of the calibre of players they're bringing in, which, are, by the way, we'll, we'll come to in a minute, especially a couple of them, um, which I'm quite annoyed that we, we haven't um, been in for. But it's the age as well. They're going for a really young, exciting side, you know, a bit of hunger and something that, let's be honest, I don't want to keep comparing it, but you look at, that's what we've been craving, isn't it? We we always want that. Why aren't we going for a, a team that's going to grow? And that that's clearly something that Bournemouth are working on. And you know what? Looking on the face of it, I would say they're going to have a, I think they have a better season than they did last season. I really do it at the moment. I mean, it could, you know, who knows? The season hasn't started yet. You know, so we don't really know how the, how the land lies, but on the face of it, I'm very impressed. So they've just signed Alex Scott. We did a video on Alex Scott well, a good few weeks ago now. Um, I, I believe that we were going to be making a bid and we were told that we, we were very interested in the player. Never really followed up with a, with a formal offer. Um, I, I'm, a, I'm a little bit annoyed we didn't do that because he's a great player. Um, really, very highly rated in the championship, you know, um, and did excellent for Bristol City. Very, very, very clearly a player that's going places. I kind of wonder whether the player himself would probably prefer a move to Bournemouth. If you look at West Ham and Bournemouth, he's probably thinking, well, I've probably got more of an opportunity at Bournemouth, realistically, to make my name, uh, be playing regularly. You look at West Ham and you're thinking, where am I getting in here? If we've got someone like Alvarez, you've got Will Prowse coming in, you might get an, and another, let's just say, we've got McTominay coming. He's probably going to start thinking, and yeah, you've got Lucas Paquetta at the moment, we're going to then look to replace him. He, it could well have been a case that he wouldn't might not have wanted the move anyway because he's going to be thinking I want to be playing some football. But still, very impressive signing. I've got to be honest, and I, I'm quite envious. I'm looking at Bournemouth, thinking oh, I think he's going to be a great player for them. Um, Kirkes, we remember Kirkes, Az Az Alkmaar uh, last season. He was he, he wasn't uh, there in the first leg. He came in the second leg, and he was a uh, very impressive, great left back. And let's be honest, we need a left back. Um, strange, strange. We haven't been going in for him. I thought that would have been a quite a sure one for us. Um, I, I thought he was very impressive against West Ham. He's a, he was their main player, I believe. Um, Alkmaar, remember when we were doing the preview for the game, that was the, that was the player they were was highly rated. Again, I mean, he's 19. 19 years old, two 19, two teenagers that have gone into... And, and let's be honest, they're probably going to be first-team players for them as well. So, very impressive. They've also brought in uh, Hamid Traore. He's an attacking midfielder, 23. Again, quite young. And they've also brought in a 24-year-old in Justin Cliver, obviously highly rated and son of um, Patrick. So huge. Um, and he's left left uh, midfielder. They're, they're spending well. My point is, you look at their spend and the way they're going about their business. They've got, you know, the manager. I'm impressed. I really am. I've got a, I've got a sneaky feeling this season that Bournemouth could have a half decent season. I think they could be well well away from that bottom. And I, I do you know what I hope they are. Like I've got a soft spot for Bournemouth. I really do. And um, yeah, my missus is from there basically, and I've, I've got family down there, so I know it all very well. And I, do you know what I think? I've got 
I, I, I look at them this um, summer. I think that's a club that knows what they want. They're going in the right direction. They're getting the right type of players in. They've got the new manager. No doubt their fans are very excited and optimistic, I'm sure, for the new season. And, and why not? And also, they've, got to be, this because they've been quite quiet, haven't they? Um, they've not been loud. They've not been going crazy. They've not been doing a West Ham, a scattergun, a bidding for 28 players. They've gone and got their players they wanted, bum, 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 and they've got it done. And I'm very impressed. Very, very impressed with them. And I think they're going to be a surprise package this season. That's my prediction. I'm not sure not sure, I'm not sure where they'll be finishing yet. I don't know if I want to be saying that yet. But do you know what? It wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me if they sneak top half, maybe get 10th or 9th or something like that this season. I really do. I think they're going to be all right. I think that, that's what I'm seeing at the moment. But as you say, you know, sorry, as I've said, you start the season and things could change. It can all be, it'll be very different. Um, on to West Ham then. I mean, the polar opposite of Bournemouth, isn't it? Polar opposite. A chaotic summer. Absolute disastrous summer so far, really. Um, not, I know it sounds like I'm being, being a bit probably dramatic there, but when I say disastrous, because... Well, we've been so slow. We've been so slow at getting our business done. We've, it's been a, a summer of just confusion, and we don't know where, where direction we're going in. And even still, we, you know, I'm impressed that we've got um, Edson Alvarez. Very, very pleased with him. James Will Prowse, I'm pleased with. And um, you know, but again, it's just they're not registered in time. We, we, Edson Alvarez is not going to be available by the sounds of it because he's not fit. And you just think to yourself, for God's sake, we really do like to make life hard. And then, as I say, when you compare it to the, you look at Bournemouth and how they performed and how they've got their players in, you just look and think, this is what we should be doing. Why aren't we behaving in that manner? It's frustrating. Um, far too late with our business. We've got the, we, we don't even know our captain is, do we? Haven't even got a captain sorted out. So, I mean, we don't even know who's going to be captain for our game uh, for a Premier League kickoff, which is, oh, I just think, ridiculous, really. I'm guessing it'll be Suchek, to be honest. But I, I, we just signed a four year deal. I'm not, I'm not overly thrilled with that. I'm going to be honest. I, I'm, I'm finding. Um, that a bit of a strange decision, but that's, you know, that's not me slagging off Thomas. I'm not trying to be horrible there. I just think it's a bit of a peculiar decision to be making, uh, considering the fact his form has been so poor for quite some time. Um, so that's frustrating. We don't know the manager's future, do we? We don't know what's going on there. It seems to be everything. Everything seems to be up in the air at the moment with West Ham. It really does. Um, and then, of course, we've got the situation with Lucas Paqueta. Which is just not helping. I mean, this has come at a terrible time uh, for West Ham. Really, we could really be doing about this. Um, we don't. It's, it's totally unsettled. The player, the player wants to now move to Manchester City. I, I, I get it. Do you know what I mean? I, I do get it. If I was Lucas Paqueta, I'd be thinking exactly the same. But why? Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you want that move? I mean, Premier League champions, Champions League. You know, come on. It's it, it's a it's a huge um, step up for him. And the fact is we, we know how good he is. We've seen it. He, he will do well there. No doubt. He will be a very good player. Um, so I, I understand it, but as I say, for a West Ham point of view, this is just very unhelpful. And the problem is in terms of what obviously I'm talking today is about the Bournemouth match. Is he going to be in the squad? I don't know. I mean, I really don't know. I haven't, we're not going to hear anything. I think until later on, as I recall this from X and start getting some ideas. So I don't really know yet in terms of what's going on team wise. No idea. Um, but I have heard in regards to Paqueta that he has trained. He has trained with the squad and that's a good thing. You know, that at least he's training and he's feeling apparently not causing an issue. So let's hope. I, I, I'd like him to play. I, I'd like to see him play. I'd like to come out and sh show what he's about because at the end of the day, Manchester City have made an offer. We shouldn't then have to not be playing our, our main player. We need, we need our best players on that pitch. So if he's in the, if hopefully he's in the right frame of mind because I'll, we want to see him out there because we're going to need him. We're going to need him. Let's be honest. We're going into this weak team. So let's get on to it then. Weak side. Let's, let's just talk about the team. I'm going to be honest, right? I, when I do this, I, I write down the, the team that I want to see 
uh, selective. I found it a bit depressing. <laughs> really did uh, because there's not much changed. It's just pretty much the same, same old. It's quite depressing when you think of a new a new season. We're getting excited. Oh, like where am I going to be playing him? I'm, I, I, it, honestly, it's not that. This is not going to be groundbreaking. I'm telling you. Um, so this is my team uh, for Bournemouth. Fabianski in goal. I, I think Fabianski's got stars. Number one, to be honest. Ariola has really not impressed me over pre season. I mean, I'd like to know your thoughts on this. By the way, um, when you watch this video, ping in your team. Let me know what you what you what you'd select, and let me know what you're thinking on mine. If you think I'm being a bit harsh or whatever, I've, I've, I'm happy to take the criticisms. Um, but yeah, this is what I'm going with. Okay, I'm going to go Fabianski and go. As I say, I, I I just think Ariola's mistakes over preseason were alarming. Um, I can't remember what game it was. It it might well have been one in Australia. Um, but yeah, a couple of the goals he's been letting in have been absolute shocking, and I'm just I'm just not convinced at the moment. It's put me off, and in fact, I think actually Fabianski's been playing quite well in preseason. So I'm going to stick with who's in form, who's doing well. I think Fabianski has to stay for me. Um, Sufal right back. Um, I was leaning. I mean, again, the only reason I've gone with Sufal, well, he's, he's more of an experienced right back than Kira, and Kira was atrocious against uh, Leverkusen. He wasn't the only player; they're all they're all very poor. So I think it's very harsh to call him out, and I don't want to keep leaning on that um, Leverkusen performance. But you know, you have to, don't you? You had to look at something, and I've got a goal on some basis. So I'm going to go with Sufal right back. Uh, Centre backs are going to be. I'm going to go. To, I'm going to go back four. I'm going uh, Zuma and a Gerd. Uh, in, in, as the central de- uh, defenders with Emerson at left back, of course. I mean, that's our only left back, really, isn't it, at the moment? Because it looks like Creswell will be off very soon. Um, in the middle, now, hmm, this is a bit of a tricky one. So, David Moyes has come out today and said that Alvarez is not available. He's not going to be fit. He hasn't trained. And that does appear probably to be the case. However, however, I get that sneaky feeling. This is just a gut feeling that he might be all right. The player himself, if you recall, has come out publicly and said, I'm ready to play against Bournemouth. Now Moyes is saying, no, no, he's not. And Moyes, he's very coy, isn't he? He's done this so many times as, as our manager. Man, of times he's done it. The whole, yeah, no, he's injured. He won't be involved. Yeah, no, it's unlikely. And all of a sudden you see the team shooting and he's starting. So, I've got a sneaky feeling Alvarez to be involved somewhere. I've got a feeling he may be on the bench, um, but this is my team I would pick. Okay, so I'm not going to go with like what Moyes is saying. I'm just going to go. I'd play Alvarez personally. Uh, he might not be quite f- up for fitness yet, but I want to get him involved. We, we need a midfield here. We need to get him in. And to be honest with you, if you're going to introduce him at a game where maybe let's just say he's 90% fit, say 85, 90% there in match fitness, why not put him in against a team like Bournemouth? I'm not, no disrespect to Bournemouth, of course. You know, all Premier League games are tough, but I just think, well, why not? That's probably not a bad game for him to get involved in. Um, that's what I would go with. I would go with Alvarez in the middle and Paqueta, if he's going to be available. But I, I, I think if I say to him, well, you're playing anyway. I want you in. You're still our main player. You're not going to Man City yet, as far as we're concerned. So you're playing. I'd want to get him in, get him on. And I'd, I'd, I'd like to think he wouldn't kick up a stink. Um, ahead of them, I want to play four nails for the middle. That's, that's his best position. We need him there. I, I don't want to see Suchek in this team at the moment. Um, I, I, I know I know we will, but uh, that, that's what I would pick. I'd say it'd be Alvarez, Paqueta and four nails in the middle. Bowen on the right, Ben Rama on the left, and I'd play Antonio up front. Um, it was going to be Mabama, but I actually still think Antonio, he, he, he can't read. If he's fit and he's available, we've got to play him. He's, he's, he causes too many problems for other defenders. And, 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 you know, the way we set up. I just think you have to play Antonio. So, yes, I'd like to know what your thoughts are on this team. Um, as I say, not the most exciting. I mean, I've had to try my best to try and make it so, but quite a depressing one, actually, to try and because I just felt like I haven't changed anything apart from Alvarez. That's the only new name on the sheet, and he's probably not going to be playing. So, a little bit annoying. Um, predictions for this one. Predictions for this game. I'm going to go with one all. 
I think we're going to get something there. It's got this, well, bloody hope we do anyway, because we do not want to be starting with defeat. We've got Chelsea the following week, and that's going to be a tough game at home. And wouldn't it be lovely to start the season with a win? Wouldn't it be nice to start off on a positive note? Um, and who knows? Maybe we will. Maybe we will. Uh, I'm... I did a little poll earlier on Twitter and actually more than half are saying West Ham win. Now, I appreciate most West Ham fans, a lot of them are going to lean towards West Ham wanting to win. and So I'm not going to judge it on that. But it is uh, one of those games you look at and think, well, we beat them 4-0 not too long ago, you know, at this ground. So it's a good opportunity for West Ham to go get some points straight away on the board. We cannot afford a season down the bottom. We cannot afford to have been a relegation battle. So come on, West Ham. Let's start the season well. Sports Social Podcast Network.